Hello, and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from Western Washington. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, LB Duchess, and today we are going to be chatting socially unsavvy. We're going to be tasting the fabulous gold-filtered vodka Sinatra. Um, and we're also going to be discussing what is socially relevant. Um, it's an interesting term that seems to be surfacing. Uh, that would be a perfect day to uh, address that one. Of course, we'll probably touch on some socially acceptable, because uh, most of the show is going to be on the unacceptable or unsavvy, so I think we've pretty much got that one covered. <laughs> so feel free to join us in the conversation by calling 323-843-6090 if you're listening live this Monday, February 17th. And um, today I have Linda Lowry here with me. She is going to be co-hosting with me. And she is one of the reps for Sinatra Vodka among many, many different hats that you wear. <laughs> You'll have to tell us kind of some of the different hats that you wear. Well, thank you, LB Duchess, for having me on your Socially Savvy show. I'm actually the VP of Marketing for Sinatra Vodka, um, and that is my primary focus for tonight. Fantastic. I love that. Um, okay, so let's see here. We are in the middle of winter. We are having lovely little windstorms, and the sun came out today. Kind of a, a, a little bit of an irony. It, it threw me off a little bit there, but that's okay. Um, if you're familiar with Western Washington, you know that we can have some very interesting weather. Um, and it's funny, I realized that the East Coast actually got hit worse than we did, which is, again, um, kind of an oddity the way it fell out this time of year. So we're feeling pretty fortunate. If you're looking for something to do and you live somewhere else in the United States, come and visit us. There's just a lot of rain going on. Pretty much everyone you knows that. Um, today's show is brought to you by Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery and Sinatra Vodka. Uh, we are going to be putting off our first tasting. Uh, we have a very special guest who's going to be calling in and telling us about this new gold-filtered Sinatra Vodka. So we will be touching base with that as soon as he calls in. We're pretty excited. I have... Uh, Never had a gold filter vodka, so I'm excited to find out exactly what that means. <laughs> you are gonna, it's an experience you'll never forget. I'm excited, I, and I purposely have never tasted this before. So, this is like so many of our other tastings, it's a true on air. Typically, when we go to do our on air tastings, uh, I do try to make it that moment that it's the first time we're experiencing. So, fun stuff. Alrighty, well, we're gonna jump in um, with a couple of socially savvy facts. And uh, then we'll start in on our topic until our special guest calls. Uh, socially savvy fact. When out um, socially, make it a point not to judge others. Keeps you from being put under fire. Um, and I know, uh, Linda, you and I actually were at an event here just a couple days ago. We attend a lot of events. Uh, and we see it a lot of times where people have a tendency to just judge. And I don't know if it's because they're uncomfortable at an event or if... Uh, they're just kind of not anti or not acclimated to attending social events. Um, I have a tendency to believe it has more to do with the, the um, self not not feeling self confident when you're at an event that you start picking things out in other people. Uh, well, <laughs> I I make it a philosophy to not judge because I'm not one to judge. Yeah. I mean that's just I mean I take that's who I you are. people who yeah who they are. I love it. I love eccentric people. I love people just being themselves. I love the eclectic. When you get a room full of eclectic, very different people. I love that. Yeah, and you know that was what we saw on Saturday at the Queen of Hearts fashion show benefiting the, the Heart Institute, and it was at Park Place LTD, which that yep. place is fabulous. They are fantastic people. And you know, I was just so. It was such a good time. People were dancing. They had live music to the fashion show. Uh, people just came and 
you know, some in cocktail attire, some in jeans and jacket, some in different attire, and it was it was great. Yeah, and that was a very mixed event. It was such a fun event. I didn't feel any type of judgment in any way at all. Yeah, yeah, and and I think you see when you get into social, the social realm of things, and it doesn't matter what kind of social setting you're in. If you go into it with the mindset that you're not going to judge, you're going to have a much better time, and you're also going to enhance the value of that event versus detracting from it. Yeah, and I also, you know, just to put my little plug here, um, <laughs> you know, it also helps to have a little shot of Sancho Vodka before you go to any party. <laughs> so you kind of just let loose and have fun. You know, yeah, if you can drink by all means, um, it's funny that you mentioned that because one of the reasons why we started um, we started the show almost three years ago, uh, for those listeners who are just recently joining us, um, we started the show off, the very original show, with having a glass of wine, and then it had escalated into trying different vodkas and, and all kinds of different things because it does create some relaxation for you to allow you to kind of... Oh, be a little bit mellow, take that edge off, take that nervousness off. Um, so if you can drink, it is a lot of fun. If not, hey, I'm sure you have all kinds of different ways to be able to take the edge off, or you're probably just more confident than I am. <laughs> exactly, and I want to make sure, too, that we let our listeners know that we promote you know, responsible drinking. Oh, most definitely. And, um, you know, Sancho Vodka is, is class in the glass, and you really only need, like, you know, maybe one or two vodka martinis or everyone else. Yeah, to enjoy the evening. To enjoy the taste. It's it's a vodka that you just want to really enjoy the flavor and the taste. It's not something that you want to get well, and I think um, to that, I think a lot of people, they get wrapped up in the moment and they're not really thinking. So, uh, utilizing services like Uber to pick you up and drop you off so you're not having to deal with that that thought process and you can relax and have a good time. Um, That's always another fun little idea too. Absolutely, I love Uber. I love Uber. I, I am going to be utilizing them for the first time here in a couple of weeks, and I'm super excited. I uh, hadn't had the opportunity until recently, and uh, they're going to be working with us on our anniversary party, too, so i excited about that. Fabulous. I'll definitely use them for that. That will be fun, yes. Okay, um, let's see here, where are we? I, oh, here we go. The pain, clin- the pain Center of Bellevue offers real relief to pain and a healthier approach to your life. With services including chiropractic, weight loss, trigger point injections, acupuncture, massage, and rehab, you're sure to find your healthier approach to life. You can find them at www.bellevuepaincenter.com. Tell them Socially Savvy sent you and receive a 30-minute doctor-supervised trigger point massage and pain management consultation. Call 425-455-2225. Not redeemable for cash. All right, we're going to jump right into our topic, which is Socially Unsavvy. Uh, this is the show I want to do for a little while because one of the things is we every every show we will talk about things that are socially acceptable, socially unacceptable. I kind of felt like we needed to do a show where somebody could go, oh yes, this is the list of things not to do. These are the things that we should probably be aware of. Uh, and there's a lot of them. I just rounded up quite a few of my favorites that have come across the show uh, the last three years. So I'm going to start with the first one. And if you think of anything that comes to mind, please join in and uh, put in your two cents for it. Socially unsavvy. To act like what you do is more important or better than what others do. Stop one-upping. This is one of the things that I notice in social settings that people, especially if they're a little insecure or they've never been in that particular social realm, they feel the need to kind of prove or justify 
um, that they should be there or that they're worthy by one not being in every conversation. Uh, and so I always try to tell people when you go into a situation that you're feeling kind of uncomfortable or you just don't, like the first time I went up to the Columbia Tower, for instance, you know, totally different class of people than what I was used to. Uh, and so I have a tendency to acquiesce instead of going, you know, well, I do this, well, I do that. I'll have a tendency to acquiesce and say something to the effect of, like, if they're talking about what they're doing, I'll make a comment or say, oh, I didn't know that about that, or, or I'll flip it around. So making it less about me and more about them. Um, so that is a definite socially unsavvy. Uh, what about you? Have you... Well, and for those of you who don't know, um, the Columbia Tower has a club called the Columbia Tower Club, which is a private club. It's awesome. And yes, it is. <laughs> and I've been a member there for four years, and I joined for social reasons. And the people there are so nice. They really are. They're very it. welcoming. And if you just, you know, like what you were saying, LB, just go there with an open mind. Not be close-minded, just, you know, be open to the possibilities of just meeting new people. Yeah. Because they right. really are not judgmental, they're just like everyone else. They're fun people. And you can have, and you can also, just I can put a little plug, you can also try our matcha gold salsa vodka at the Columbia Tower Club. They do serve it there. Awesome. Fantastic. We're having a very special guest call in and tell us about the Sinatra vodka. It's, uh, it's a rarity for me to have somebody that is a celeb call into the show, so we're looking forward to it. All right, while I'm waiting for him to call, um, the second thing that is socially unsavvy is to act entitled. Uh, this is something that we see far too often. It's actually become an acceptable in a, a lot of our culture because people have a tendency, instead of uh, making it uncomfortable for people to do that, they just kind of comply. And when you comply to poor behavior and acting entitled, you're not only detracting from whatever event you're at, um, you're, you're allowing one person to make it really uncomfortable for everybody in the group. So I never encourage being negative about things, but there are lots of things that you can say or do if you have a personal relationship with somebody who is kind of stepping over the line. Uh, maybe pull them aside and just say, hey, you know, I know you're out, you want to be social. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but you're kind of making some people uncomfortable. Uh, you know, did I miss something? Are you, are you doing okay? Try to put them in a position where you can help them instead of them getting defensive. So, oh, we've got the caller trying. Let's try it again. Hello, you're calling into Socially Savvy. This is LB Duchess. Hello, LB. How you doing? Uh, it's Sinatra. I apologize. My phone's uh, having technical difficulties. No worries. Half the time the technical difficulties are on my side, so it's wonderful to hear your voice. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I sincerely apologize. My phone is, is acting up. I got hung up on, I think it was my phone, and then I've been <laughs> trying to call back. So, uh, once again, I, I apologize. Not a problem. It's wonderful to have you on air. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me on there, on the show. Sinatra? Yeah. I just have to say that I just, I always love hearing your voice on the radio. It is so uh, smooth, like your Sinatra <laughs> vodka. Oh, good plug, good plug. Thank you so much. 
She's been doing a fabulous job of plugging of plugging your vodka. Now, I have to tell you, I'm excited. I intentionally did not try this until I was on air with you so I could really get the full effect of what's going on. So we're going to do the on-air tasting, and I would love it if you could tell us the story of how this came about and what kinds of flavors. What should we expect when we pick up a glass and drink some of your Sinatra vodka? Well, you know, um, I used to be an artist, a rap artist, and uh and I've always had an appreciation for, for vodka. And, uh, you know, I've been doing shows, and I, I met my business partner, Ted, at one of the biggest clubs at Club Broadway, um, or in Everett called Club Broadway. And, you know, he, he seen me do a few shows, the way I carry myself. Uh, my stage name was Sinatra. And so um, he had approached me and told him, you know, told me he made vodka. I didn't believe him at all. You know, I love vodka. Um, and uh, he's like, no, you know, try it. So I tried it, and I was really impressed. Um, I loved the presentation, the taste. It was very smooth. It was almost like you weren't even tasting vodka or any alcohol. It, it was just uh, really amazing, and it didn't have the burn in your chest. It was nice and warm. So um, I definitely was like, yes, um, I would love to work with you on this business uh, venture. And, uh, yeah, we just... Uh, you know, began on it like I think it was four years ago, and uh, you know we finally made it happen. Got some really great partners involved, and I'm really proud of the vodka. It really came out to be uh, very fine, smooth tasting, and it kind of represents. Well, not kind of. It does represent what the brand Sinatra is all about. Well, I can tell you, I haven't taken my first taste yet, but typically when you put a vodka up and, and, you know, if you've done any kind of wine tasting, that's typically what we have a tendency to do is put it right up to our nose first. Um, It doesn't have that sharp bite that I notice a lot of vodkas can have. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about the distilling or or what it is that makes it so smooth? I'm sorry, uh, LB, you were cutting out. Uh, Oh, I I am so sorry. No, you're um, fine. <laughs> just wondering, because when I smell it, it has it's not sharp to the nose. Oh, okay. It's very smooth. Um, is what's how yeah. many? I, I know with vodka distilling, how many times it's distilled can have a lot to do with that. Yes, um, the vodka is actually distilled uh, five times. Okay. And uh, you know it does bring out the smoothness of the vodka. And so, you know, that's what we're really going for. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, that is good. It is very smooth. It does have that vodka um, on the backside, you, the bite that you would expect, but it's not sharp. It's, it's um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's there we go. Yes, it is. It's really, wow. No wonder you wanted to, to represent this vodka. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. We're really, really proud of it. Um, last year we entered it into a, uh, 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 it was the San Francisco World Spirits Competition, and we were competing against uh, 1,400 other spirits uh, from around 60 different countries, and we actually won the Silver Silver Medal Award for taste. And oh, so, wow. Uh, yes, it's, it's something that we're very proud of. It's our baby, and uh, we're just looking for it to get out there and be successful, you know, and we definitely wanted to give a smoother taste without the burn in the chest. 
Yeah, I, I like it. There's, I don't feel that that uncomfortable burn, and I'm drinking it straight. I, I know that some of the uh, people here at the live show have martinis and such, but this is beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing it with us and um, nope. introducing me. I'm super excited. No problem, and thank you so much for having me as well. Oh, of course, and I think Linda has something to say too. Yeah, I just wanted to reiterate what David, or I should say David Smatcher had said about the vodka. Um, just to let our listeners know that it is filtered uh, five times. It's actually distilled five times and filtered ten. And the filtering process, process includes charcoal, lava, rock. And then the last filtration is through 24 karat gold. Hence is why we have the name Sinatra Gold Filtered Vodka. And um, the lava rock and gold eliminate the typical earthy charcoal aftertaste, allowing the natural subtle sweet notes, which you mentioned, LB, to come forward. And the finishing, of course, is soft with a slight warming. And just to let you know, let our, our listeners know, that there are no artificial flavors, ingredients in this vodka. Sugar is only used during the original fermentation process, therefore has no effect on product after distilling the filtering process. And our Sinatra Gold Filter Vodka is gluten-free and diabetic-friendly product as well. Oh, I love that. Totally. It is totally a socially savvy product. Love this. <laughs> well, thank you again so much. And um, if you happen to be in town, I uh, look forward to meeting you. Vice versa. Thank you so much once again for having me, and you have a blessed night, okay? You too. Thanks so much. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love him. He's great. And I also want to mention one more thing um, oh, about Sinatra that we've only been sold for seven months, but we are uh, located in 70 locations. Wow. And you can find our location within our website, which is uh, sinatrabeverages.com. Yes, and um, Socially Savvy does have the Sinatra Vodka uh, logo up on our Blog Talk, radio, our blog talk site. Um, it is hyperlinked on the shows as a sponsor for the last several shows and the, and the future shows going forward. So you can click on that hyperlink uh, to get access to their Facebook page or directly to the website, as well as lbduchess.blogspot.com. Uh, it has a hyperlink as well. So we are very excited to be um, part of you guys' uh, moving in to the east side. <laughs> Thank you. And I also, I don't know if David mentioned when he was talking to you, um, but he is local. He's from Seattle. He's a product of Seattle, Washington, and um, our Sinatra is definitely homegrown here. I love Distilled that. Distilled in Bend, but we are a local product. So. Distilled in Bend, Oregon? So, uh, Bend Distillery. Bend is so awesome. Yeah, I love it. You know, there's so much talent that has come out of Washington State, it's not even funny. I mean, between music and um, our wines this last several years, um, our fashion designers, we really are a hub for a lot of amazing, amazing talent. I think it's because we have our, our creative minds need an outlet when the weather is so yucky. <laughs> I agree that Seattle is definitely very talented. I mean, we were voted the most educated group of folks. We were in really? the US. Absolutely. I love that. Awesome, awesome. Okay, we are going to move forward with our socially unsavvy. Um, First, I wanted to take a quick moment to thank Sweet Lounge over here across from the Hyatt in downtown Bellevue. They were our food sponsors, so anybody who showed up for the live tasting tonight and the live broadcast at Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery here across from Joey's got a chance to try their sliders and fries. 
they have, um, it's interesting, they're considered a nightclub. Uh, most people would think of them as a night lounge. Uh, most, what most people do not realize is that they have a stunning, stunning food menu. Their light bites for all the way up until late, late at night are fantastic, but their dinner menu is exceptional. So they have some great, great new stuff coming out too. All right, so socially unsavvy. Let's move on. It is socially unsavvy to not comply with the dress code. To arrive in improper attire and then argue with those at the door is, <laughs> I, I struggle with this one. Why am I even talking about it? <laughs> Why, if somebody says, uh, for instance, one of my favorites is there are several white parties that go on in the summertime. And at every one of these white parties, I attended four of them, every one of these white parties, and it says, one of the parties was said all white, um, the other one says white attire, it's in the description, and people would still show up with clothes that were not white and then get mad because they weren't allowed in, in the event. So what I want to speak to on that is the there is a reason. If you are coming to, for instance, a white party or a blackout party or a red dress party, if you're not willing to comply with the attire, you're actually detracting from the event unless you were asked to wear something else. Um, the spirit of an event is typically um, locked up a lot in what is going to be worn and what they would like people to wear. Uh, so you need to be considerate of that and not make it about you and remember that this is in the spirit of the event. It'd be kind of like going to a mask ball and not wearing a mask. It's just not going to happen. Okay, let's see here. Uh, it is socially unsavvy to shove a business card in people's faces when they're talking. <laughs> This is one of our socially savvy rules. A business card should be asked for, not offered. Now, I'm, what I'm talking about with this is we're talking about a full-on social setting. I'm not talking about a networking, quote-unquote, organized thing where they, in, in the description it says, bring your business cards, you're going to be rotating tables every 10 minutes, make sure to hand over your business card. Okay, that's already set in stone. If you walk into a, a place here like Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery and you're looking at a piece of art and you show some interest, it's appropriate for him to offer his business card. You've walked into business, you've shown interest, yes, here is a way to contact me so that I can answer questions for you. That is completely acceptable. What's not acceptable and totally unsavvy is when somebody is talking to you, you're shoving a business card in their face because you want so desperately to make sure that they have a way to get a hold of you. Two things happen when you do that. The first one is you're missing what they're saying. You're busy going through your pockets trying to find a card and instead of making eye contact and engaging with them, you're distracted and you're doing something that's showing them that you have no interest in them. So why would they want to take your card? So you're kind of defeating the purpose of what it is you want to do. The second thing is, is they may not ask for your card and it may not have anything to do with the fact that uh, they maybe they like you but maybe they just don't see a need for your services or they don't have um, they they don't see where it fits into their life you don't want to take offense to that it's not meant to be um offensive it's just it's simply a, a fact and why would you want to throw 500 business cards out there they're just going to get thrown in the trash anyway so treat your business cards like they're gold and um and, and be aware of that linda thank you lb I just wanted to add, because most people, you know, they always say, okay, well then what, how can I present this card without being, you know, forward? And what I can tell the people that I mentor is, you know, when you talk to someone at a networking event or a social event, you know, ask them about what they're doing, how, first ask them how they're doing. Yes, make you it know, about, yeah. Ask them, you know, make how it are social. you doing, are you doing, you know, are you enjoying the sunshine that we have today, are you skiing? And then, you know, 
when you have a conversation like that, a conversation like that, and it's sincere, then it kind of takes life on its own, and yeah. you can start asking questions like, well, what is exactly that you do? And at that point, most often, the person you're talking to will say, well, you know what, let me give you my business card. Uh-huh. Then it's appropriate. Then you have their attention. Yeah. It's, you know, and, and so that way, just to kind of give some advice to your, to your listeners yeah. on how to do that. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is if, if it's not going to a place and you really feel like you want them to know where you are, you can always say, hey, you can find me on Facebook, you know, and, then, and, and tell them where they can find you on Facebook. A lot of people feel more comfortable finding people on social media than they do taking business cards these days. It has, I've, I've, asked for, I've actually asked for business cards, and then people say, oh, you can just find me on Facebook, Mark Ryan. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I know you why. I know where to find you now. So just be, be aware and be considerate. Again, remember that a social atmosphere, while business definitely comes out of social events, that is, um, that's a byproduct of a natural progression of something that is meant to be. Don't try to force it. You're going to ruin your social experience, and, um, and you'll kind of miss the point. You know, you'll miss other opportunities because you're trying to make something happen that maybe, for whatever reason, it's just not, not at that place in that time. And have fun. Always. Always have fun. Just go there, have fun. You know, go there to see what you, you know, don't expect anything out of it. That's yeah. when you get the most out of it. Exactly, exactly. It's like those impromptu vacations and stuff that you never saw coming or impromptu dinner. Usually the best time ever. <laughs> and if you need a little uh, courage, some gold filtered courage, you can have a shot of your Sinatra vodka. <laughs> I love that. I'm actually going to use a Sinatra vodka in a, I, have, I do a pomegranate, um, it's like a pomegranate martini. And my son and I spent, three years perfecting this recipe. So I'm really excited to try your vodka with it because we'd only tried, you know, this was years ago when I didn't even know what good vodka tasted like. <laughs> okay, number four. It is socially unsavvy to treat the people in the service industry, i.e. wait staff, rudely. There's two things that goes on with this. Number one, those people are there taking care of you in a situation where, yes, you're paying for it. I, I get that. But at the same time, um, that's their job. And if you start treating them rudely, the people that you're with are going to start judging you. My first thing when I see somebody being rude to wait staff, I'm like, oh, hell no, you did not. Don't be rude. It's, oh, huge, huge. If you're on a date, you're rude to the wait staff. What do you think that, that girl or that guy is going to think of you? Wow, you can't even be nice to the person who's serving us food and alcohol? So think about how you interact with people and, and how it can be perceived. You know, we all have bad days, I get that, but be respectful. Exactly. And I you know, I always, you know, let others know that, you know, people who are waiting on you, that's someone's, you know, mother, someone's father, exactly. someone's daughter, daughter, someone's son. You know, so think about your family, you know, that could be one of your family members serving on someone else. So always just keep that in the back of your mind. Yep. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's a big one. It's just to remember that this is somebody's family, and there's only, here's a, here's a great little tip. There's only 2% of the entire population that is criminalistic by design. Most of the crimes are crimes of opportunity. What dictates a crime of opportunity can be a lot of varying things, but when you're talking about a confrontation between people, it's usually because there's a perception or you're assuming something negative. If you are always assuming something positive, you can actually turn somebody who's having a negative day around. 
Um, I've seen servers where they're having an off day and, and they're just really abrupt and rude. Instead of me going, you know, I need another way to somebody who's going to be nice to me, I'll look at them and go, wow, you know, are you, how's your day going? Has it been a little rough for you? Do you need to, I want you to sit down and have a glass of wine with me. You know, do some, say something funny. Say something that is going to kind of lighten their load. Um, and I, I always try to make a point to always be cordial because I'm a little high maintenance when I order. It's like, I like this on the side and I want a little bit of this and can I have some of this and, and can I change up the menu like this? And I'll always look at them. If they forget something, I'll always look at them and say like, oh, you know, when you get a chance, it's not a rush, but could you bring over blah, blah, blah. Always, always be very patient with people so that they'll be patient with you. Exactly. I love that you said when you have a chance, when you have a moment. Yep. No. Don't rush. be demanding. Yeah. Exactly. Don't be demanding just makes you look like a little four-year-old throwing a fit on the floor. Love that one. All right. Number five. Oh, no, we did number five. We, we talked about the business card. Gutter Nordstrom Gallery, located in the heart of downtown Bellevue, across from the Hyatt and Joey's, is the perfect place to check out a foray to make your house feel more like a home. Buy art. It makes you feel better. They are also one of the official dealers of Dr. Seuss art. Um, I love to put the plug out there for them for this. He currently has some Dr. Seuss pieces in here, but he does his big show this coming November, and um, he has access to all kinds of fabulous Dr. Seuss art. So if that is one of your passions, um, there's some of their, their art that I call the Naughty Kitty that was, they call them his midnight works which are works that he painted for himself in the, the wee hours of the night while he was um, just couldn't sleep and stuff like that. So it's a fun little thing. If you've never checked out the, the Midnight Works of Dr. Seuss, definitely. It's, it's a, it gives you a totally different twist on what you read in the Dr. Seuss books. <laughs> All right, number six, totally socially unsavvy. To make a big deal out of someone making a mistake. Be the gracious one and help them to put the pieces back together instead of ripping them apart and possibly even the event. I don't think people really truly understand. Um, I, I hear it all the time. Well, I'm just telling the truth. Well, I'm just speaking the truth. Well, it, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm, I'm telling a lie. Or I'm, what, tell me that what I'm saying isn't right. It's not about in, in that moment in a social gathering about being right or wrong. If you see somebody slipping or making a mistake or backpedaling, if you help them pick up the pieces, then you're going to enhance that. If they start to fall apart, then it becomes a public display. I mean, it can, it can go really, really bad. Voices can get raised, and then all of a sudden now you've got a fight in the corner. So I usually will take the, the, um, the position of trying to be gracious and go, you know, is, are you doing okay? Is there something I can do from, for you? You seem to be getting a little flustered. You know, did I say something? I will take the blame onto myself. Did I say something that offended you? Typically, when you take on the blame, you will shut down all of their aggressive maneuvers because we will automatically, most people, go into the mode of, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, it's not you. So try to engage the positive side of people by being gracious. What about you? I agree, and also, you know, just to very, when you're in an event, it can be a little stressful when you're planning an event, put it together, wrong type of situation that includes, like, you know, a major event. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just to be really positive, because, you know, some people deal with stress differently than others, and it's always good when you're talking to someone that's stressed, because you can feel the energy, just to kind of talk to them, and then maybe in a, in a lower tone voice. Pull them off to slower, the side, yeah. slower. You know, and kind of bring them down and say, hey, it's not a big deal. Don't we worry about it. We can get through this together. Yeah, don't worry about it. Because in the end, everything will work out. One of my favorite quotes is this. Everything will work out in the end, and it's not the end. 
Yeah, well, and, and honestly, one of the, the things I always went through in 10 years, is it really going to matter? <laughs> Just go have a shot of uh, Citron Sinatra Vodka. Yeah, go ahead and have a shot of our gold filtered Sinatra Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> okay, socially unsavvy, number seven. To tell someone how they feel. Really? Did you climb into their brain? Do you, do you know exactly how they're feeling? You can say things like, it appears that. But um, you cannot tell somebody how they feel. It is one of the most frustrating things that I see at social events uh, is when people start to take on the parent role. Well, you feel blah, 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 blah. No, don't, don't even use that. No, 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 no. You can say, I feel. But don't put you and feel in the same sentence in a social setting. It's, it's not cool. Because you, you, there's no way you can know how they feel um, unless they tell you. And if you're reiterating, okay, I will, I will make this ex exception. If you're reiterating, that's fine. But... Don't go I'll just pull them aside and say, hey, let's have a shot of some nacho <laughs> <laughs> See, it, it, could be a, it could be a cure-all, too. No. <laughs> yeah, we're going way overboard on this one. <laughs> and that's, you know, that is a good thing just to, to throw out there. There's, there's nothing wrong with humor. Humor is always going to make things, any kind of social setting, better, as long as that humor is not at the, um, at the cost of somebody else. I agree. Uh, socially unsavvy to expect others to deal with your attitude because of the stress you choose to let affect you. Um, we live in a world where we have a tendency to take on a lot. You will hear the word, uh, I, I did an interview with Amy Yamada, we're going to be airing here in a couple weeks, uh, and she brought up one of her words that she doesn't like anymore is busy. People overuse it. Well, I'm just so busy. Well, I, I'm just too busy. Everybody's busy. So busy is now null and void. We're all busy. So it, it all doesn't matter. Uh, so you need to check your attitude. You need to, if, if something is stressing you and you are choosing to go out into a public social setting, then you need to choose not to engage that negative attitude and pass it on to somebody else. That's not fair. They pitch ticket at the front door. Uh, one of my favorite stories is going into a restaurant and I've got a couple of drinks in. I'm trying to relax. I've had a very stressful week. Um, I'm excited. The servers are taking great care of me. and these two people next to me decide that they're going to start a fight and, and make an issue out of things. Can I tell you how t quickly I turned around and said, you know what, you are ruining the buzz I just paid $50 for, so could you please take it somewhere else? <laughs> I am paying good money for a buzz, so don't mess it up. <laughs> so think about it that way. Respect other people's money, and if, if you start to, to unravel, then pull yourself out of the situation. Take yourself to another place, another room, take a deep breath, have a shot of vodka. <laughs> Okay, you said it, I did. I did, I did. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, you know, I, I just don't let things like that affect me. I know that, you know, we're all human, we're all not perfect, and I just kind of let it go by. That's I mean, good. it's really at the end of the day, I just focus on what's important to me, which is my family. Yeah. Well, and I always tell people, if you're stressed, focus on the happy place. Find something exactly. to be positive about. Exactly. I just have to I just have to say one thing. We had one of our guests. She's in the gallery. Her name is Stephanie Hilbert. Love and it. She is a role model of mine. Oh, I love that. Only because she is so elegant and she is so socially savvy. Oh. And I don't know if you want her to come in, if she wants to come and say hi and make, maybe make some comments on what we're talking about. Oh, she's totally welcome to. We because have an extra mic over there. No, <laughs> she's 
when I am in situations where I'm uncomfortable, I usually say, okay, what would Sesame Gilbert do? Because she's so elegant. That is awesome. There's an extra mic there. She can join us. See, this is one of the things when you show up for a live broadcast, we give you a mic and we let you talk because I get bored with the sound of my voice. I don't find myself all that entertaining. Well, I think you're fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is really an incredibly wonderful program, and I'm honored to be here. And I, I can't believe the kind words you just said. Thank you so much. I find you both absolutely role models. Well, thank you. It's thank fun. You. Life is too short to be anything less. Alrighty, let's take a look here. Number nine, socially unacceptable or unsavvy. To try to make yourself the center of attention. <laughs> I worry, really? I see that all the time. Every, every, every social event, there's somebody who's walking around trying to make themselves the center of attention. If you want to be noticed at an event, here's my advice to you. Act as, a, as an assistant host. So whenever I go to an event, uh, typically I usually know the people who are putting it on. And I will look to see how I can help. So if I see a bunch of empty glasses or you know empty plates and people have walked away, I'll take them and throw them into a garbage. If I see a situation escalating, I will go over and, and, and try to say something funny or do something to calm it down. When I attend an event, I try to be that person who maintains the spirit of the event and, and keeps the social setting social. Um, it, it's difficult when you find somebody who has that, I want to be the center of attention because they can do a lot of different things if they're not getting their way to escalate it and take it the wrong way. Uh, but you're going to find that if you want to continue to be invited to events, making yourself the center of attention is not the way to make it happen. I couldn't agree with you more. Very, very true. Sadly enough, uh, usually when people are trying to make themselves the center of attention, it has so much to do with so many other things rather than you Yeah. And, and I think a lot of it feeds from a lot of insecurities, but, uh, and if you have a tendency to be overly insecure, uh, don't overdrink. Just gonna say that. Just gonna put that up. <laughs> Very well said. Thank you so much. This is a wonderful program. I congratulate both of you. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. Oh, feel free to grab the mic anytime and say whatever. Trust me. It is socially unsavvy to come up to a VIP table and help yourself to anything on that table. Um, I can't tell you how many times I have seen, uh, you know, and it depends, a lot of VIP situations are separate, which is awesome, but when you're walking by a VIP and there is wine or champagne or food, you know, maybe somebody has bought a tray of food, that is not an invitation for you when you're walking by to grab it. That Not only is that in poor taste, um, it's just, it's infuriating. It's, it's stealing. I mean, technically, if you take a look at it, it is stealing. If, you, if it's not yours, don't touch it. So, socially unacceptable to take anything off of a VIP table or help yourself to anything. If you've been invited to sit down at a VIP table, you want to order your own drinks and order your own food. Do not assume that the person who's invited you to that VIP table is going to pay for everything. They don't owe you anything. They have invited you to sit in a very special place with them. Be considerate of that and respectful. I bet you've seen a lot of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that I like to try to do is I like to teach by example. Yep. So when Anna happens, you know, a few times and when someone does that, 
I just, you know, politely just say, oh, you know, um, I definitely don't turn them away because I don't want to embarrass anybody. Oh, I will. You know, <laughs> if they step out of line, I will. You're so much more gracious than I am. <laughs> so I just offer them a glass of water. That's a good point. No, we, it, it's funny. I've watched people walk by tables and take strawberries off of uh, off of VIP tables, just walking by. Um, I've watched people come over and act like they know somebody, and then take a bottle of the bottle of champagne and try to pour themselves a drink. It's okay. shocking. I have, it's shocking. I have not experienced that. Oh my goodness. That's wow. horrible. Yeah, my husband actually took the bottle out of somebody's hand. They're like, Oh no, it's okay. No, that's my wife. <laughs> people. And here's the thing to remember. A lot of this usually happens in, in the later hours of the night when people have been drinking. Again, don't go so far that you become a, a social moron. You know, the whole idea of being social is you want people to invite you back. You want to spend good time with people. You want to get to know people. Don't don't chase people away with bad behavior. It's sad. All right, let's see here. And then finally, it is socially unsavvy to ask for more from an auction item, i.e. a dinner party for four, two bottles of wine provided. Don't even think of asking for, can more people attend? Can I just ha have two more people? Um, oh, could you, could you just throw in another bottle of wine? I don't care what you pay for. I don't care um, who you think you are. It is the epitome of rude because somebody has already taking a look at what they can do and they've offered the best that they can offer at that time and in no way should they have to deal with you expecting thinking that you should be entitled to more if you pay twenty five hundred dollars for a dinner for four guess what that's going to be one hell of a great twenty four hundred dollar dinner for four just go with it and leave it alone uh, see a lot of that with auctions and, and people trying to take advantage and, and, and push for more. Our culture, we need to stop pushing for more and start giving more. Yeah, I agree. You know, I I bought a lot of auction items in the past, and I ended up just giving them away. <laughs> I've utilized a few. I've given a, a few away. It, it never ever occurred to me to ask. Oh, can I just add another? Now, what I have done is said, Hey, I have another couple uh, that is going. Can I give you X amount of dollars to cover the cost, or um, can I give that to you and then I'll match that for the auction and give more money to the auction? But don't ever ask for something without offering more, because everything costs money. Everything in this world costs money. Let me say it again. Everything. Um, people, the, the fuel for somebody to get to an event, um, the fuel for somebody to give you something. There, there is a cost associated with everything that we do. So don't disrespect what people have already given by expecting more. Yeah, that goes back to what was it? Socially unsavvy tip number for for feeling entitled. Yes, it does. It goes right back to the entitled. Don't number two. Yeah, yeah. Do not ask entitled. Yeah, and if you're not sure what the definition of entitled is, listen to. A, I had a show where we talked entitled, um, but go look up the definition. I encourage people to frequently go and look up the definitions of words and things that are a part of your life because what you think it is and what it really is, we literally, we change the meaning of words through time to suit our needs. And, you know, and it creates confusion in communication. I agree. Sorry to interrupt you. No, no, I love that. Go ahead. And I was just going to say to that point when you said how, um, you know, look up to see what that means because most people don't understand and they don't know. Yes. Like, so if someone might ask me to go back to 
socially and savvy number 11, which is um, don't ask for more from auction items. Most people may not know that that's rude. You know, like they may not even, they may not know that. But unless you tell them, I mean, you hope they would know. I mean, you think they would I know. I think some of it is it common, sense. common sense. It's, yeah, it's, it, it's kind of like, you know, knowing where to put the key in a car. If you don't know, then you need to get some instructions. Exactly. Don't just start putting it in any old hole. Because you're not, the car's not going to go anywhere. Right. He has to go in the ignition for the car to move forward. So if you're not sure where that is, then you need to ask for help. It's true. But, you know, you would, you would hope that for most people. But some people just may not know. So, and, and if you don't know, then ask. Then exactly. ask somebody. Uh, I typically, here's the reason why you wouldn't, in 11, when you're asking for about an auction item, the reason you would not want to ask the auction person is this acceptable? It's because you're putting them on the spot. Go to a friend, go to maybe the person who orchestrated the auction and say, hey, you know, I've got another couple. Do you think it would be okay if I brought them along? Um, and let them give you that answer back and, and give you some direction. If you really, truly don't know what would be socially acceptable or not acceptable, go to a completely different party that can give you good information so that you don't put somebody else on the spot. I mean, cause a lot of people, they'll just go, yeah, that's okay, but you don't know. Maybe that extra $100 is really putting their family under duress because maybe that was, they budgeted, that's all that they could give, and now you're asking them to give more. So understand that assumptions and pushing people for something that you think isn't a big deal, that can actually put somebody else in a really bad position because like you're saying, a lot of people, we are gracious by nature. We don't want to make somebody feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. so, so don't exactly. put them in that position. Exactly. I like what you said, how just to ask. Yeah, but ask a different party. Don't go to that person and ask if it's okay. No, no, yeah. Ask yeah. the person who maybe orchestrated it. Or who put the yes. event together. Exactly, exactly. Advanced Skin and Body Solutions, a Medi Spa in Bellevue, offers a full array of services that include lash extensions, Botox, laser hair removal, body wraps, and facials, just to name a few. With a friendly, well-trained staff, you will find the services of highest quality and your results the best. Check them out at www.eastsidebodyandskin.com. They did my lashes for um, Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. I know, and just for all those people out there who have talked about wanting to do lashes and they're hypersensitive, I can, you know, I'm allergic to glues, I can't do it. Uh, they actually have a glue, and I'm a hyper, uh, I'm a hyper allergenic person to the point where when I used the glue, it actually burned the my lids. Uh, yeah, hypersensitive. They have a glue that I can use, so when I really want to be all la 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 la, <laughs> I can make lashes. Fun stuff. Okay, well, we want to thank everybody for being a part of today's show. This was a ton of fun. I love being able to try new things. So thank you so much, Linda, for introducing me to this fantastic new Sinatra vodka. Gold thank filtered you. vodka. That's <laughs> right. that right? Thank you for having us on the show. We really appreciate your support. Oh, yeah. It's tons of fun. Um, look for the gold filtered Sinatra vodka at stores near you. You can go to their website. You can go to, like I said, the blog, um, my blog spot. Uh, the show here will have a hyperlink for it as well, uh, so you can figure out where you can go buy it. It is really delicious. Um, now with our show national, we have started putting all of our local events on our Facebook pages, so be sure to check them out for social events throughout the week. You can check out LB Duchess and Socially Savvy, as well as Socially Savvy Eastside events and entertainment for everything from wine events to dinner events and auctions, um, as well as fashion shows and, and more. Um, our sponsors tonight are Sinatra Vodka, Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery, Bellevue Nordstrom Cosmetics, Pop Chips, Kind Bars, Daniel's Broiler, The Pain Center of Bellevue, Advanced Skin and Body Solutions, Mode Magazine, and Park Place Limited. 
We're going to end tonight's show with another shot of the gold-filtered Sinatra vodka. Um, I may actually try a martini, which is something that everybody's going to find amazing. I have never tried. Oh, I have it. never, ever in my life, at 44 years old, tried a full-on dirty martini. So I think I'm going to have to try one tonight. You're going to have to. I like <laughs> mine extra dirty. Yes, I heard you describing that, so you're going to have to explain that one to me. <laughs> we want to remind you all to subscribe to the Socially Savvy Show to be entered into our drawing for prizes and um, great gifts from our savvy sponsors. You can check us out on iTunes and make sure to make all the social events better because you were there. Have a Socially Savvy Week, everyone. Take care. Thank you.